Coming up next on A Pastor's Passion, I'm going to talk to you about transformation through the process of elimination. Coming up next on A Pastor's Passion, I'm going to talk to you about transformation through the process of elimination. And we'll be right back. Be sure to listen to more great lessons, ideas, strategies, and tips from Pastor Keith's podcast by searching for Pastor Keith Hammond on iTunes. Greetings, brothers and sisters. I'm Pastor Keith, and welcome to another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Today's episode is about transformation through the process of elimination. Today's episode is about transformation through elimination. In today's episode, I'm going to show you how and why the real character of a person cannot fully emerge as long as there are things continuously getting in the way. And I'm going to show you using something as simple as taking down this Christmas tree and all the layers of things that are on it to teach you a lesson about transformation through elimination that you can then turn around and share with others. We'll be right back with the pastor's passion in this episode titled Transformation Through Elimination. And we'll be right back. Welcome back. I've learned over the years that being around the wrong people can pull you down quicker than gravity. And making decisions that are out of your character can push you back faster than a brick wall. In my own life, I was always the one who took risk. But what I didn't know is that although I was the one who was taking the risk, no one had ever told me and I had never been taught that by taking the risk, you also take on the retribution if it doesn't work out. All I was ever taught was that old adage that says, no risk, no reward. And after several times of trial and error, and even jail from my actions and ignorance over the years, I finally learned that taking the risk the way that I was doing it was not the right way to do it or the right way to do things. The lesson I learned came through transformation by the process of elimination. Many of us have things that we need to eliminate from our lives. Some of those things can be put on by our parents from the things that they did before we were ever born and then some of the things that they continued to do when we were growing up in the world. But all of us have some things that we need to eliminate from our lives. God had to change my thoughts, my actions, my reactions, and even my interactions with people in order to change my heart and my behavior so that my transformation would be successful. And it wasn't easy. I had to go through the process of transformation in order to be used for God's purpose. For a long time, I cared about what people thought about me because of my past performance. 
And I've done some extremely positive things in my life, such as being with my wife over 30 years, raising two adult daughters who are now both married and in professional careers. One is age 30, that's our oldest, and then one is age 25. And they both have blessed us with a total of four grandkids. My wife retired in 2013 after serving 20 years as a teacher and an administrator with a nonprofit advocating for children and families. I've been a news reporter, I've designed many software applications and also databases for companies, and again, I've done some extremely positive things in my life. I've even designed and built a technology high school, authored and published numerous books. I have dozens of videos on various subjects out there, as well as twice as many podcasts. I've earned various approvals from many projects, including a condo development. I've been in the ministry for over 18 years, and I've even designed, built, and opened my own bookstore cafe. But the only thing that people tend to remember and be reminded of is the few times that I took risk and it didn't work out. And I often ask God and I ask myself, how can people focus on things that I've done in my past that didn't work out before they focus and, and look at their own sin and their own things that they've done in their own lives that didn't work out? And the answer is simple. God forgives people, but people rarely forgive one another. Any bad that we do in our past typically overshadows any good we could ever do in our present or in our future. People have short memories and they tend to focus on the things they hear about that have gone wrong with you quicker than they will praise God for blessing you in such a way that they have heard about something that God is doing in your life right now. People have short memories when it comes to something positive and they tend to focus on and navigate toward anything that they hear negative about you. And the reason why is very simple. Because it's easier to point a finger at you than trying to point it back at themselves. Transformation comes through the process of elimination. When you remove layers upon layers of things that shouldn't be in your character in the first place, you are thereby eliminating things that are out of your character and replacing them with things that are of Jesus' character, thereby you go through the process of elimination to get to your transformation. Imagine yourself this Christmas tree. Even though it's covered with layers of glitter and decorations, underneath it's still just a tree. But as I remove the layers of glitter and the layers of decoration, you'll soon see that there's something behind it that's hidden 
by all the layers of glitter and decoration. And people are not much different. We tend to cover ourselves with layers of clothing and glitter and jewelry and decoration and makeup and things of that nature to mask over the character that is underneath. And it's unfortunate that many of us do that or have done that because people won't get to see the real you emerge because many of us won't be real about us. But in our family, we have a tradition of taking down the Christmas tree today or tomorrow, January 2nd. But one of my books, typically first of the year, I release a new book the first month or two within the, the new year. So one of my books is about to be released soon and it's titled, Pastors Are Not Perfect. The book contains biblical examples of God using imperfect people to lead imperfect people, and it even contains modern examples of God using imperfect people to lead imperfect people. From the age of 17, I recognized the calling that God has upon my life. I knew I wasn't worthy to heed the call, but I was always willing. And it took time for me to get there because I wasn't ready to go through the transformation and eliminate things from my life that I wanted to hold on to. I wasn't ready to let go of the things that I needed to be delivered from and to be free of in order for my transformation to be successful. And I've since learned that no matter what you do or what I do or even what others do, God's will is going to be done. And that's when I learned that God's plan was to use me for his purpose. In the book of Mark, chapter 7, verse 14 to 23, Jesus teaches us that many of the things that we need to be delivered from are already within us. And in my own life, I had to eliminate things such as drugs, which I did over 25 years ago, and hanging out with the wrong people, which I also did over 30 years ago. And for you, it may be drugs or alcohol or even hanging out with the wrong crowd or doing things that are not in your character or doing things that are not in the character of Christ. But it can even be your attitude or your beliefs or your actions. And I've learned and I'm here to teach you that you have to eliminate those things from your life in order to put on the character of Christ. Now some of us never fall into temptation or allow our flesh to be used by the devil for any kind of sin or evil or things that can easily beset us. But some people still have to use the tools such as prayer and fasting to strengthen God's spirit within us and win the war over our flesh. I had to learn that because it was never taught to me. 
my mom passed away when I was age nine, and then my dad passed away when I was age 17. And at that point, I hit the streets. And after many years of being blessed with my own family and a wife and kids, I still wasn't strong enough to control my flesh. The process of transformation through elimination was an education for me, and it came through God's revelation. Most of my life, I lived two lives. And it wasn't until I learned how to remove the V and the S from the word lives, L-I-V-E-S, and stop living a lie and start living by God's truth. So today, I'm the type of person that you either take it or leave it. What you see is what you get, and the truth is the only thing that's going to set you free. And I thank God that he was willing to be patient with me while he worked on me, and while I walked through the transformation by the process of elimination so I could be useful to him in the church and in the ministry. I've been active in the ministry for over 18 years, and I served as the right hand to the pastor of a 125-year-old church in downtown Minneapolis. I served as his right hand for 10 years. My family and I were there for 12 years. But it took me crying out to God for change with a mouth of confession and a heart of repentance in order for the process of transformation through elimination to kick into high gear. Again, transformation through the process of elimination gave me an education. And I often tell people that I have a degree in transformation. But getting a degree in transformation didn't require me to walk across the stage, but I certainly had to learn many life lessons in and outside the classroom, in and outside of the sanctuary, and in and outside of my prayer closet. I had to pass many tests to get what I now call a degree in transformation, but there's only one degree higher than this one that I seek, and that is the degree in salvation. So I'm going to continue to remove the rest of the layers from the tree, and when I come back, we're going to talk more about transformation through elimination, and then I'll close with the end of the lesson. Pastor Keith is the author of numerous books that contain many of his testimonies and life lessons. His titles include Success After Setback, Church on Sunday, Nothing on Monday, Transform Your Schedule, Transform Your Life, Tips for Joining a God Church, and many others. You can find Pastor Keith's books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Bookwire.com, and at Lessons for Life Books. Welcome back. Now that all the layers have been removed from 
Christmas tree and I'm folding up this skirt, the tree skirt that goes around the bottom of the tree. You can see that underneath all the ornaments and lights and tinsel and garland and all the decorations and glitter that is still just a tree. And that's no different than you or I. Underneath the layers of things that keep us from being fully and wholly into a relationship with God where He uses us for His benefit and for His glory, things, again, that I mentioned earlier such as drugs and alcohol and hanging around with the wrong type of people and many other things that should not be in your character, whether it's your actions or your reactions or your interactions with people, God can and will change your heart. He will transform you through the process of elimination, like I just eliminated everything from this tree, so that He can get the glory out of your life. So now that all the layers have been eliminated from the tree, let me move it so that you can see what's hidden behind it that was there all along. Beneath and behind all the layers of things that I was using in my past to mask myself and keep the real me from emerging was the one thing that God had blessed me with a long time ago that has lasted longer than anything else in my life and that was my family. So in this new year, take time to remind yourself of the reasons that God and family should be the two most important things in your life. Remove the layers, take off the mask, so that after the transformation by the process of elimination is done and successful, the real you can emerge. I'm Pastor Keith. Thank you for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion. May God bless you and may he keep you today and always. In Jesus' name, amen.